Okay, y'all come sit down. Okay. And I have three things, okay? Everybody count with me. I've got something to read. I've got some news for you. And then we're going to ask, what does this mean for me? Okay. But first, let's start with a story. And because we, I'm a millennial, it's on my iPad. Okay. So... This story is called, If Jesus Came to Visit Me. Okay, can everybody see? Yeah? Okay. And it's by, it's written by Jill Roman Lord. Okay, Lord. Okay. So, can everybody see? It's fun, right? Okay. But now I flip it this way. Ooh. Okay. If Jesus came to visit me, I know just what I'd do. I'd wrap my arms around him tight and say, I'm glad it's you. I'd make some jelly sandwiches, cut up apple chunks and cheese. We'd sit down at my table and I'd say, may I serve you please? I'd fill my little teapot and then pour two cups of tea. I'd thank God for the food we have And he'd say thanks to me. I'd ask how things in heaven were and see if he would tell if grandma's found some friends up there and if she's doing well. I'd ask if we might take a walk on such a gorgeous day. We'd search for figures in the clouds. I'd show him where I play. He'd push me on a swing so high, I'd push him in return. I'd say I had more things to ask and so much more to learn. I'd say I have some questions that I'd like like to ask you now. Like why is the sky so blue, not green? And why do cats meow? Now why do sharks have such big teeth when smaller ones would do? And why do spiders have eight legs, but people have just two? And why did God make ostriches with wings that cannot fly? When you were up on there on the cross, I wonder, did you cry? We'd slowly walk back to the house and he would hold my hand. He'd answer all my questions so that I might understand. I'd want to give him something so that he'd remember me. He's given me so much so far and all of it's been free. How about my bike or scooter or my little horse and cart? He couldn't take those with him, so I know. I'll give him my heart. Aww. Okay, so that was a really cool story, right? Oh, I'm losing things out my butt. (laughs) That sounded awful. (laughs) Okay, but I know you're asking, Miss Becca, what has this really pretty story, it was a pretty story, we can say that, right? It was cute, it was cute. What has this story got to do with Christmas? Well, what was my number two point? Does anyone remember? That's okay, I'm going to tell you. (laughs) I 
I've got some news for you. Good job, Caitlin. <laughs> so, my news is that, spoiler alert, Jesus actually already came and he already visited us. Everyone's like, what? So he already came to visit us. He came as a baby wrapped in cloth and was laid in a manger. He grew up and taught awesome things. He, he loved us so much that he chose to die for us. He didn't just die, he rose again from the grave and he seared with the Father and he sent a friend to come and help us called the Holy Spirit. So he did quite a lot of stuff. We are not alone. And in the Bible, it says that he will always be with us. So just like the cute story, when the, the child was talking to Jesus and asking him questions, we can still do that right now. We can talk to God right now. He came to serve the world. While he was here, he healed people, he helped people, he taught people. And ultimately, he came to fix a friendship that was ruined in the garden, okay? So right at the very beginning of the Bible, there was the garden and God created it and it was awesome, but sin came into the world, okay? And it kind of got a bit messed up. But Jesus came to fix that friendship, okay? So... Miss Becker was kind of thinking, what if Jesus came to one of my Christmas parties, okay? So we come, we let him in. Hey, Jesus, how you doing? Nice shirt, okay, nice. Yeah, come sit down, let's, oh, come here, Jesus. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, no, you pop a seat. I've got everything covered. I'm just gonna, I've got some cooking to do, but you just wait there, I'll be right back. It's so good to see you, high five, nice. Okay, so... Jesus has come to our party. We're having our Christmas party, okay? And sometimes our Christmas parties, okay, if I say this to the kids, kids, where is your mom usually when you're at a party? Where is your mom? In the kitchen, okay? So mom's cooking up a storm. She's like making everything in the world to present to everyone come in and it's gonna taste fantastic, you know it, okay? Maybe kids, what would y'all be doing? You're like, you. there we go, you're playing, maybe video games, maybe a different type of game that's not a video game. And, oh yeah, that's cool. Um, but all this time, Jesus is sat and he's like, oh, hey, okay, okay, see you later, okay. Um, oh, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, that's nice. Oh, you, yeah, you, if you need to go, that's fine. And Jesus is just at our party. He's just chilling, okay. And then all of a sudden, Aunt Betty puts on that song and she's like grooving on in the corner, okay? And she's like, last Christmas I gave you my heart, but the very next day you gave it away. And Jesus is over here like, girl, you know that's right. <laughs> but don't you think he'd probably find the music a little bit weird? But the piece de resistance, okay? The, the kind of, the cherry on the top, 
the weirdest thing that I think Jesus would find super interesting. And if I was Jesus, I'd find super interesting too. Because all of a sudden, all the guests turn up and they bring presents. We love presents. And Jesus is like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And we give them to everybody else. Okay, if that was my party and people were giving presents to everybody else and not me, I'd be pretty upset. How would you feel? Yeah? I'd be like, um, excuse me, I need some presents. Yeah, see. But this kind of reminded me of a story and kind of reminded me of a story in the Bible where things were kind of all a bit crazy because y'all know holidays are crazy, okay? And it's in Luke 10, 38 to 42. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. So what was happening in that part? So they're having this party, and Mary's running around like your mom, doing all the cooking, all the cleaning, all the everything, right? And all of a sudden, she's like, wait a second, like, she should be helping me. And Jesus is like, no, 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 like, it's actually better that Martha's sat at my feet. It's actually better she's chilling with me. She's spending time with me. Now, me and Mr. David, we, for the last couple of Christmases, have kind of tried to mix it up because we just got married, right, a couple, a couple years ago, right? And every Christmas, we've tried to do something new because we're trying to find out what works for us, okay? So one, the first Christmas, I, I won and we got English Christmas. <laughs> and I spent all my time in the kitchen cooking. I wanted the meal to be perfect and I wanted Mr. David's taste buds to be in heaven, okay? So I stressed out the whole day trying to cook this meal and I didn't actually get to spend any time with him because I was cooking this meal, Okay, and then we had German Christmas, and we still we still got to um, celebrate Christmas. We did it differently. We in Chris, in Germany they open Christmas presents on the twenty fourth, not the twenty fifth, kids. So you could always like to your parents just be like, uh, "I want to be German this year." <laughs> just saying, <laughs> fun facts. Um, so we did German Christmas and we're trying to like find out what traditions we want to keep, what traditions we maybe don't want to keep. And then came this Christmas. And we stopped and we were like, wait, 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 hold the phone. Why, why do we do Christmas? Like, why do we do these traditions? Why do we slave away in the kitchen? Can I get an amen? <laughs> why do we slave away in the kitchen 
When actually, like, Jesus was all about spending time with people. So, I wonder, would I have been considered a Mary? While Martha sat at Jesus' feet and listened to him, would I have been going in around doing it my own way and not actually listening to him, not listening to what he has to say? When David and I stopped and considered Christmas, it hit us. There were some aspects that were not Jesus-focused. We didn't, we didn't even consider spending time with Jesus sometimes. But Jesus came to the world to serve the world, not to be served. He didn't even make it about himself. So why do we make Christmas about ourselves? We kill our time, energy, and budget to make Christmas this big thing, but miss the mark entirely. David and Mai's conclusion, y'all are going to be happy to know, we're not just like kicking Christmas out and be like, no, get back. But there are definitely some things we've added to Christmas to make it more special. So some of y'all know we're reading through the book of Luke. And every day, there's 24 chapters in the book of Luke. So every day, we're going to, like our Advent calendar, we're reading a chapter of the Bible and trying to see, okay, Jesus, what are you telling us today? We um, also added some things. We did take some stuff away. But ultimately, we're making sure we are living out Matthew 6, 33, which is seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and he will give us everything we need. But it means putting him first, right? And actually, it shouldn't just be Christmas. Every day should reflect that, right? So every day should be a Matthew 6, 33 day where every day we are putting Jesus first and honoring him so, maybe our base, uh, sorry, for David and I, it took years to start molding and will probably still take years, we're not done, at what we feel Jesus wants from our Christmas. But can anyone remember what my third point was? Can anyone remember? That's okay. You thought, it was, it was a question. If someone had said question, I had given you candy, but it's okay. <laughs> what does this mean for me now this is not me stand here standing here trying to be like y'all are doing Christmas bad and you need to stop no that's not what I'm trying to do I'm just trying to ask is there something that maybe you can change or add to make your Jesus a, Christ, a Jesus centered one and you know what if you're already doing it then that's awesome but I feel like we can always improve, like we can always grow closer to Jesus, right? So my question from earlier was, imagine Jesus is in the room on Christmas. How can your Christmas be more Jesus-centered than ever before? What are you feeling challenged to do differently this Christmas to put Jesus in the middle? Maybe it's getting takeout instead of cooking a meal so that y'all can actually take time to spend time together and play games or watch movies. I don't know what y'all do to have family time. There we go. Maybe 
it's going to Mission Arlington and going and giving some time as a family to serve. Maybe it's um, giving generously to an organization, I don't know. Maybe you know someone in need, maybe it's taking them in over Christmas time. Kids, maybe it's checking on that friend who you know doesn't always have a whole, friend, whole lot of friends to play with, right? How can we make it more Jesus-focused? How can we love others? And maybe, for me, this was definitely mine, is thinking of yourself less um, and thinking of others more than you think about yourself. So that's all I've got to say. But I'm going to pray real quick. And then Sky is going to come play the trumpet for us. What? Okay, so everybody close your eyes. Ooh, sorry, <laughs> old noises. Close your hands, close your eyes, and we're gonna speak to Jesus, okay? Lord Jesus, we thank you that you came to us. Lord, that it's not just in a storybook, you're with us every single day. Lord, and we love you so, so much. Lord, I pray for this Christmas that you'll help it be a joyful one. Lord, I pray for this Christmas that you'll help us think of others. And I pray for this Christmas that you'll help us focus it all on you, Jesus. Lord, this is going to take a couple of Christmases too. So be patient with us as we work this out. Lord, we pray this in your holy and blessed name. Amen.